0: This is one of those gospel readings where we see both good Jesus and bad Jesus, and we never quite know what to do with those gospel readings, except, of course, we do. We focus on good Jesus, two sentences at the beginning, and the rest, which is rather dark, we sort of ignore. But that's actually not quite the way these things work. Today's Gospel reading about forgiveness has to be read in its entirety to be understood. So, to try to unpack it, I'm going to do three stories, which pull out different parts of the Gospel. The first is that easy two sentences. The second is about why it is important to forgive for us and for the world. And the third story relates to the power of being forgiven, which is also part of the gospel reading. So that first part of the gospel where Peter says, shall I forgive seven times? Jesus says, 77. Well, we look at that and we think, of course I do that. Of course. Of course I do that. And then ignore the rest. Well, let me tell you a story about me, of course. About a year ago, I wrote an article in my secular job which I thought was relatively straightforward. The people who were at the receiving end of it apparently didn't feel quite the same. So they wrote a rather sharp article back, which was in many ways actually quite personal. Some people thought unnecessary. So people came to me and they said, are you going to rebut that? You can't just let that stand. I went, no, no, no. I'm going to let that go. It's fine. Let's move on. As far as I was concerned, I had forgiven. Well, a year ago, these folks were riding pretty high. Now, not quite so high. So a couple of weeks ago, they reached out to me and said, hey, could you support us? (laughs) Well, as it turned out, I had forgiven, perhaps, but I had clearly not forgotten. (laughs) Now, there's an important point to make about this, because there are actually some cases where we do forgive, should forgive, But we should not forget, let me use an obvious example. If you're in an abusive relationship with a partner, with a spouse, you should forgive. But you should definitely not forget. Not forget what it was that got you to that place. Not forget what happened. Not forget how not to get into that place again. So forgiving does not mean forgetting. However, there is a difference, as it turns out, between forgetting and not forgetting, and holding a grudge. And, to my story, I was holding a grudge. There is a difference there, a big difference, because if you hold a grudge, you are not moving out of the past. That continues to hold you down, It continues to eat away inside of you. There's a great saying, a quote attributed variously to Lily Tomlin, to the 12-step program, you take your pick. This quote is, forgiveness is giving up all hope of a better past. I'll repeat that. Forgiveness is giving up all hope of a better past. What that means is that we can only forgive if we do give up this constant fighting, relitigation, battling over battles where the outcome can never be changed. It will always be the same because it's in the past. We need to let go. Part of forgiving is not about forgetting. It is about not refighting the past. It is about letting that past go. So seven times, 77 times, the formula doesn't work. It's about letting go as well. The second part, which we pull out of one of the darker bits of the gospel, is why it is important to forgive and what happens if we do not forgive. In this story, the slave who was forgiven goes out and meets his fellow slave who owes him so much less than the first slave owed the master. And what does he do? He grabs him by the throat and has him thrown into jail. And then subsequently the master pulls him back in and there's torture involved. This is what happens in a world without forgiveness. It is dark and fractured. But it's not just the world, it's us as well. So my second story, also about me. Inevitably, I am a serial non-forgiver, as it turns out. (laughs) And this is much more recent. So, a week or so ago, keep it vague, I woke up at about 2.30 in the morning absolutely furious with one of my, I hasten to add secular, with one of my secular colleagues. Absolutely furious. And then to make it worse, I got furious at the fact that this person had made me furious at 2.30 in the morning. It was impossible to get back to sleep. That is the world that happens when you can't forgive. Now, don't get me wrong. Anger is completely human. It is totally human. It is a natural reaction. St. Paul says, do not let the sun go down on your anger. That's the important part. Have the anger, but move on. If we hold that anger inside, if we let it feed us, if we can't let go of it, then it saps us. It hardens us. It coarsens us. And it saps and it hardens and it coarsens the world as well. If there were no other reason for forgiveness than simply helping ourselves, that would be reason enough. But there's more to it than that. Because if we can let go of that, then those relationships which have suffered, the dissonance which has entered into the world, the anger, the hatred, the loud voices, those can be stopped, or at least lessened. And the world can be a slightly better place. And the final part that we can also pull out of the gospel, again, the slightly darker part, is what happens when we are forgiven. That slave who owes so much is forgiven. But then he doesn't go on to forgive. I want to tell you another story. This was several years ago now when I was at St. Martin in the Fields, a priest there. I took an evening service. It was the middle of the week, yes. I'd been to the other job. I was feeling quite tired. At the end of the service, I wanted to go home. It was winter. It was dark. But one of the vergers caught me and said, there's somebody at the back who needs to talk to you. So, a little slowly, I went to the back to one of the box pews that was there. And there was an ex-serviceman, a veteran, as so many are, homeless, abandoned by the state and by us. And he was in complete despair. But not because of what I just told you, but because of what he told me, that he was tormented to the edge of reason by the people that he'd killed in Afghanistan. For us, he cried and cried and cried and asked, Am I going to hell? Am I going to hell? Am I going to hell? And I, the master of words, had nothing to say until I realized the one thing I should do, which was to hug him. which I did, and then, then, I could say, no, no, you're not. You are forgiven. That is the power of forgiveness and the power of being forgiven in this world. That total, complete, unqualified forgiveness Jesus bought for us on the cross that God has given to us is for the healing of the world. That is God's healing power of forgiveness and forgiving. Amen.